Alright guys, welcome back to the Daily Snap. Let's get into it. It is New Card Tuesday. I know we're all excited, uh, or generally speaking, we are excited on Tuesdays when most new cards come out. Today we're going to be talking about, potentially, um, yeah, <laughs> potentially Snowguard. And I'm sorry for the stutter there. The truth is, um, if you listened to the last podcast with myself and Scott, you've already heard some of our opinions and thoughts on this card, but as any good content creator would, we're going to back it up with some facts, and we're still going to attempt our best shots at where will we put Snowguard in some decks and things like that. So, shout out to Mr. Scott Landis, as per usual, who does our card breakdown articles for Tactor. Let's uh let's get into it. Let's break these down. And um let's talk about Snowguard and I uh I, I guess I'll just tell you now. You shouldn't buy this card. No one should buy this card in its current form. It is just not very good under all the circumstances that we believe the card works. Uh to the point where I feel bad for the whale content creators that are going to have to play card play games with this card for the next day or so just for the content because honestly this guy is um he's not very good but we're going to do our best we're going to try our our damnedest to make the card playable as possible and see kind of where uh you know second dinner might be with this one and why we're going with this one and don't get me wrong i understand not every card can be playable and not every well not every card should be uh good i should say every card should be playable and at least thought about i just can't seem to find it so we're gonna let's break it down real quick uh archetype it fits location control um in some ways yes of course in some ways no because it potentially enables your opponent to get away with the location control and give them the cheats so that's kind of a problem uh we gave this guy a one out of ten potential score we just don't think it's very good uh and until proven differently i'm gonna stick to my guns on this one that this card very well be the worst card that we have seen ever enter series five uh, best way to play it hawk made uh, which shuts down locations, has more value than triggering the locations a second time. You won't know which mode you'll have until after you draw her, so creating a deck that plays Hawk slash Bear on a specific turn each game is fairly improbable. Scott uses the word impossible here. It's not impossible, but it's very improbable that it's going to go the way you want to go, and, and that's what he's getting at here. Uh, the ability of the card is... So the ability of the card is, while in your hand, this transforms each turn into a hawk or a bear. Snowguard Hawk on reveal ignore all location abilities next turn. Snowguard Bear on reveal trigger the effect of this location. And its general cost for all of them are a one energy, two power uh, card. So it is a new one cost card in the game. Generally speaking, majority of the one cost cards are playable. However, the different abilities of this card are so unpredictable, and you actually never truly know what you're going to get out of the card uh, almost ever. 
And then on top of that, even in its best moments where it allows you to break the rules of Marvel Snap, the biggest core fundamental issue is that it also allows your opponent to break the rules of Marvel Snap. So there's not a particular gain just for you. And that's one of the core problems, I think, with the card in general. But I digress. Let's take a look at the strengths and weaknesses. So, strengths. Location control, cheap cost, unique effect. Pretty straightforward. Weakness. Mirrored effects that are hard to break symmetry on. Example, since Hawk is next turn, each player has the full turn to react. Uh, yeah, biggest problem here, like I said, is everything that you are building your deck to do and be able to manipulate whether it's get onto a flooded location or get onto sanctum or get on the plunder castle uh, or get onto the sandbar which is coming out in a few weeks the problem is that you're just enabling your opponent to also be able to do all these things and therefore it's not a great feeling in general uh weaknesses additional weaknesses are locations have to appear that make sense for the modes exactly like there are lots of games of marvel snap where you, it doesn't even matter what the locations are you don't have to cheat uh so that means this card is only situationally good on bad locations which people are also generally bad on those locations and you're enabling them to be just as good as you are on said locations so just doesn't feel just doesn't feel good uh, may not have the correct mode when it's optimal. Also a big deal here, since it transforms every turn rather than when you draw this the next turn, it would transform into one or the other, which I'm not even certain would be better for what it's worth. But considering that it flip-flops back and forth, back and forth, you might not have it on the turn that you want to be able to play it uh, ever. And that's a that's kind of a big deal as well. So big, big, big weakness. Uh, is this effect ever even worth a deck slot versus existing options? I just, I don't think so. Like I said, everything about this card is pointing to being one of the worst cards in Marvel Snap. And that's not a good place to be for a brand new card. Really, just, it sucks, honestly. Uh, additional information, Snowguard seems like an easy skip. Even until she is in Series 3, I cannot see any specific use for this card outside of the corner case scenarios and even then because her effects are symmetrical you can be just as hard uh, you can you can be just as hurt by them as you are helped this card allows you to play at certain locations you were locked out of but many other cards do that easier and better and on top of that it enables your opponent to also do it which is the last part the only core synergies we're finding for the card currently are galactus hit monkey medusa and crystal so yeah it's a it's a pretty low bar there guys um hit monkey has much better synergies with other things medusa is a 2-2 that's only really ever played in cerebro 4 crystal is the least played card in the entire game so Giving a card to the least played card in the in the game is not going to be it, it's it's not going to be good enough to to make Crystal playable or anything like that. And this is only fringe playable in Galactus when you have these locations for Galactus that don't enable you to play your Galactus on them. And 
it, it, it might be the best case scenario, which is not really a good case in general. So uh, we'll take a look at the deck list below here. So our first deck we're going to look at is the World Ender. Uh, for our audio listeners, we're going to break down this list for you. It is Snowguard, Yandu, Daredevil, Electro, Wave, Sherry, Shang-Chi, Dr. Octopus, Null, Galactus, Destroyer, and Death. Like I said uh, a moment ago, the synergy here is the ability to be able to play your Galactus in a location that your opponent assumes you can't, which is really the best fringe case scenario that I can think of for this card. Um, as a Galactus player, you have a ton of locations that you're bad into, and it is really awful and really difficult. Um, but some of those locations that if your opponent is able to identify what you're doing, not going to matter. Um, you also need to be in the right mode to get this ability even off on the turn that you want to Galactus. Also very difficult. Uh, it's kind of an awful Nambo with Electro because you have to like pay one resource for your... 1-2 uh, and hope that whatever you're galactusing is going to be good enough. It's like, there's, there's a lot of things that have to go right here. Uh, and even in this case, I just think that like you're so much better off playing any other card over this. I mean, I could name 10 cards that are better than this in this situation. But again, as we're attempting to see through the eyes of Second Dinner here, this is just kind of where we're at for Snowguard. Um, so yeah, it... it Galactus has a high location variance, and Snowguard could potentially help in such situations, as I just said. And while you cannot play her with your other cards after Wave or Electro, there are scenarios where you can use her and Dr. Octopus to force an opponent's cards into unfavorable locations uh, the following term. Yeah, I guess so, but... I don't know, guys. I, like I said, I'm trying really hard on this one, but the, the, the sheer truth is that even in its best situation, it just it just doesn't look good uh, at all. So again, second deck list here is our Birds, Bears, and Monkeys. Uh, sweet name for Scott for a, a fun deck. <laughs> um, this one is a little more interesting. It has a little bit more of a way to leverage... Um, the Hawk ability enabling you to be able to play to a, a Sanctum or a Plunder Castle where you wouldn't be able to and you'd probably get more benefit out of it than your opponent. But then again, need to have Hawk on 5, etc, etc. So uh, Hitmonkey is another deck that has a lot of location variants. Snowguard allows you to ignore the downside of locations like Plunder Castle, Sanctum, Sanctorum, Crimson Cosmos and more. Her low cost is not a drawback, and you can play her on turn five with a Darkhawk to gain power and follow up with the typical Hit Monkey combos on turn six. Yeah, I mean the other thing here is because you're a bounce deck. You know, if there is a good ability, if there's a good location ability that you want to, um, you know, proc again, then Beast and Falcon kind of enable you to have that ability to go for it. I don't know how great that's going to be for Bear, but it, with the Beast and Falcon combinations, and at least it has the potential to enable you with multiple uses of a card that has different types of uses. So, like, it's very interesting, 
but the problem is again is that like sometimes this doesn't matter uh to have snow guard in your deck as a fail safe to one of these locations is like you know uh one in a hundred games you know like you just you don't see crimson cosmos i mean of course you know if you're playing you know, Silver Surfer or Hit Monkey, you probably see Crimson Cosmos every single game. The moment you put Snow Guard in your deck, it won't exist anymore. <laughs> so, uh, that's the problem here, is that it's only, like, less than a percent better in your worst location, and it requires you to, like, have it all work out for you to where you gain more benefit out of it somehow than your opponent already does. So, like, even in its best case scenarios, it still might not matter even a little bit, and that's like, that's very frustrating, and I think that's the the core problem here. So Snowguard, um, yeah, definitely not worth your tokens, guys. It's not at all playable. It's so far bad that uh, even when it goes to series three, people should be upset about opening it in its current form. I truly, genuinely hope that this card gets a change to where it only allows for you as the player to get the benefit from it. Because honestly, I don't even think that it makes the card broken. It just makes the card playable and it gives it an actual reason to exist. Whereas in its current form, I would never spend 6,000 tokens on it. I would never spend 3,000 tokens on it. I wouldn't even, even if this was like, the last card I could get for free in my free token shop, I would be upset about having to use that. <laughs> That's how unplayable this card seems to me. Um, I hope I hope to be proven wrong. I truly do. But right now, I don't see a route to that. I don't see a way that that's possible. So, all in all, uh, hope you guys, you know weren't too upset with the mood today i genuinely like to be a little more upbeat about new cards but this card there's just this card's gonna feel real bad for anyone that opens this in a cash while it's in series five or in series four it's gonna feel like a complete waste of your luck and yeah i'm i'm not too happy or fond of it so <laughs> Uh, as always, guys, I do this every single Tuesday for the new cards. Is it worth your tokens? Not this week. Uh, next week is Jeff, but below me, right there, playlist for everything. Uh, you can find all of these videos that I do in there. And, of course, if you'd like to help out the channel, we're getting ever so close to 1,000 subscribers. Hit that subscribe button if you ever get any knowledge from me that if I helped you today or if I help you in any of these videos that I, you watch on the channel please help me out. Hit that subscribe button. Let us get to 1K subs, and we'll catch you guys in the next video. See ya.